Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we have, I think we're going through our top five bounce back players for 2018. So we thought it was just going to be what, a relatively uneventful episode, just give our top five list until about... I don't know, 15, 20 minutes ago, we got some pretty big news, I would say. Alex Smith has been traded to the Redskins, Jeff. What do you think about that? The implications are pretty big on this one. We, right, we, it's not that we didn't know that, Ho- or I'm sorry, Hoyer, that Cousins probably wasn't going to be with the Redskins or that Alex Smith had a long tenure left with, you know, KC. But I didn't necessarily see Smith going to the Redskins, especially this early. So right now we know for sure that Cousins needs a new home, and there is a couple great teams out there which would make huge ripple effect on not only Cousins but the wide receivers, especially if he goes to, and where do you think he's going to? I mean, I really think it'll be Denver. That's where I think it's going to end up. I mean, the only other – there's maybe two other options. Arizona, I think, is the only other realistic option that he would want to go to. I mean – I guess you could throw people have thrown out Cleveland, people have thrown out the Jets, but I really think it's Denver, Arizona. I do too. And I think Denver's the most win now team out there. I mean, you can win right away, I think, with them if you get a good quarterback. So yeah, I think that's where he'd want to go. If he goes to Denver, which I think they're the number one team too. I think he would want to go there, and I think that team would need someone like him. Um, you have Demarius Thomas, you have a bunch of weapons there. And I think those guys have been undervalued for the last couple of years because of the poor quarterback play. And, you know, Cousins did fine this year. He did pretty well. He was a top 10 quarterback fantasy-wise. And he really didn't have a, a go-to guy. He didn't have a couple of them. And this, not only do they have Demaris, but they have Emmanuel Sanders. I, I would love this. I would absolutely love Cousins to go there. Yeah, me too. I think that's the perfect fit. And, I mean, I almost changed my top five bounce back players just as this trade went down. I thought about adding either Thomas or Sanders, but I didn't do it because, I mean, obviously it hasn't happened yet with Cousins, and we don't know that for sure, but that might be two players I look at next year, you know, if this if this move does happen like I think it will. And I really think it would be a good year for Thomas and probably Sanders too, but they're both going to be 30 years old, but I think that means they got one or two, probably two good more years left in them, so. I think it'll be fine. And they got a good running back, too, really. C.J. Anderson, solid. Devontae Booker, solid. I just, it's going to be a good team if Cousins goes there. They better, Elway better do everything he can to get him. Or, I mean, if he went to Arizona, that's not terrible either. David Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald, but I just feel like they don't obviously have the defense. So, for fantasy-wise, that wouldn't be too terrible. I just think Denver's perfect. Yeah, I think, I think either way is good, but you have to admit Denver would just be... You know, the option there is really, really, really great. I mean, actually, better than all those, I'd rather have him go to Jacksonville. But I think that Jacksonville's already made it known that they plan on bringing back Bortles. So I do think Cousins would be an upgrade there, but it's not going to happen. It sure looks like. All right. So with that, I mean, with Alex Smith, the Red, the Alex Smith part of it, I honestly don't think it really does anything for the Redskins weapons. Like, they can kind of just, I mean, at this point, we don't really know with Pryor if he's going to be back there, if he'll do anything. But. I don't really know if it does much to him. I don't know if I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like I'm not a complete Alex Smith hater, 
but I've also never seen him with a bad run game. And right now they don't have a traditional run game. Uh, you know, their wide receiving crew is kind of all over the place. You're hoping Doxon really develops. So, uh, here, I mean, Alex Smith is going to a place where I think he could really struggle. And I don't think that's necessarily because of him. I think, um, you know, I think better quarterbacks, Cousins, uh, have been there and struggled, you know, more than he will. So, I I don't know. I, I don't really like the situation for him, but um, obviously he had to get out of Kansas City at some point and you want to be a starter. There's only a few places you can go. I, I still think that he would have been better suited if he went to Arizona, but you know what I mean? Beggars can't be choosers, I guess. And I think, does that solidify your selection as him? Was he your number one falloff player? You think that you're pretty confident in that yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I agree. I think that's. I mean, I, I don't like that. I don't think Washington. Do you think he's going to be successful going there? I mean, maybe, maybe I'm. He, he might be fine. He might be all right. But I mean, in reality, his weapons are just okay with Crowder and Doxon. They're not special. I don't feel like. All right. Well, how about we get into our top five bounce back players for 2018? We each listed five guys, so we'll go five to one. I'm sure there's a little bit of overlap here. I have a, with the bounce back, I really, yeah, there's probably a couple guys at least that we're going to overlap on. But these are guys that, what, had poor seasons this year that I feel like going to bounce back, have a great year. So how about we start with your number five, Jeff? All right, my number five. Um, I was going to say I have one extra guy I wanted to put on here, but my number five is going to be JGI. So number 33 as a running back, um, obviously goes from the Dolphins where he was not getting it done. We weren't sure what that was all about. Goes to a good team, the Eagles, that use him a little bit less, but he still looked really good. I think next year they utilize him a little more and his numbers come back. Um, maybe not top 10. But I, I think he'll be a, a guaranteed top 15 guy and, you know, not anywhere in this 33 where he was that such a disappointment. I'm 100% agree. He's going to be up there. And actually, he's going to show up on my list a little bit later. I'll wait to say where he is when I get to him. But I won't talk about him then. Talk about him now. I think he's going to be, yeah, I think he'll be a top 10, top 15 guy. I don't see them using LeGarrette Blunt very much. It's just they haven't been able to completely turn it over to JJ because he came in there in the middle of the season. But in the amount of time he's been there and he's looked good. I think he's really looked good getting Carson Wentz back on with them next year. Just a great offense. I think JJ is going to have a pretty big year and I don't know if he's going to be a steal though in drafts. I think it's, I think a lot of people are going to think the same. I mean, what do you think? He's going to probably be at least top 15 ranked. I would say we're not going to be exactly yeah it's not gonna be a surprise that people are expecting a bounce back from him i feel like he's just kind of yeah and I, I think that's why he kind of I, I know he's farther up on your list but i think that's why he's five for me just because you know you can kind of put it to a lot of different things uh just the trade and the team dynamics and and the role he was playing because of the trade so I, it wasn't because of his like he just played poorly. I don't think it was that. So that's also why I don't think it's going to be that big of a surprise, but it is, uh, it would be a huge jump. Even if he went to 15, that'd be 18 spots. That's true. Yeah. And he, he wasn't quite, quite a ways down there. So it'll be a bounce back for sure. And I think it'll be, I think it'd be good. All right. So my number five, here's where I actually had about three different quarterbacks. I wanted to get on my list. I only was going to put one. 
So I had to make a decision on which one would make my list. And I probably, I end up picking the one that maybe is not as expected, but I went with Marcus Mariota. Oh, wow. New coach. I think I've really, honestly, I see the emergence of Corey Davis next year. I, that's where I'm banking on this is I think Corey Davis is going to really start to stand out as a top receiver. And I think that's where Mariota is going to increase and be better. I think he's a better player than this. I mean, the reason why I think he has a better chance to improve maybe than some of the other guys down that were probably ranked around him is the fact that he only had, I believe he only had 13 touchdown passes this year. So he, he was able to rank right ahead of Derek Carr in the rankings this year. Derek Carr threw 22 touchdowns to Mariota's 13. So if Mariota can increase those touchdown passes, he's going to skyrocket because he does get some rushing numbers and he does get some rushing touchdowns. So that's why I think he's the good candidate there because if he gets the, even gets to 20, 20 touchdown passes, 25 touchdown passes, I think he's going to make a big leap. So that's why I'm going with Marcus Mariota. All right. Well, this is actually a good kind of run of quarterbacks for me as well. So I have a QB here, but it is not Marcus Mariota. I actually do believe that my number four will be Derek Carr. And that's what Derek Carr was the one of the other two that I was looking right. at. There's- and they're all kind of in this range. I'm, uh, I'm assuming we're looking at the same uh, people. Um, and yeah, I, I, I like, I kind of like the Mariota pick, but I, I like Carr better as a passer. And I, I think I look at, watch Mariota and I feel like he struggles a lot more in that. Um, but Derek Carr with the new coach, uh, you know, I, I believe that who they have around him right now, I think they can even improve on it. And I don't, you watch this guy, and I think part of it was a little bit of nagging injuries. A little bit was not all their players were were kind of behind him. Amari Cooper really, really struggled. Um, so I, I think this is a, a place for Derek Carr in what I believe is, was his third year. Actually, I think it, is it his fourth season now, actually? Fourth year. I think he'll take a, a big step in this one. I, I think we're looking at a relatively large jump um, where he was 18th. I, I think he has a legit chance to be in the top 10. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, Carr, he's only going to be, well, he'll, he'll turn 27. So he'll be 27 going into next year, which is the quarterbacks aren't in their prime yet at 27. So he has, he can definitely improve. Actually, this will be, I think, year five for him actually now, which is, is it really? crazy to think. Yeah, this will be his fifth season coming up next year. So, wow. yeah, right. It, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy, but he had, I mean, in his season wasn't terrible. It, like I, it was looked at bad because of, I mean, the record wasn't great, but just the expectations, but it's not like he completely fell off the map. He still had a 62% completion percentage, 34 or almost 3,500 yards, 22 touchdowns at 13 picks. That's not bad. I mean, it's not, it's just, it's not terrible. It's just kind of there. It's, it doesn't take much to improve on that really. So I could see an improvement. So because I'll go with my number four guy who I think is going to bounce back and is going to help Derek Garz, Amari Cooper. So Cooper was my number four. So I, I do think this offense is just going to be better in, Amari Cooper's too talented to be as bad as he was this past season. So I just, I can't see anything but having a big bounce back for just his offense as a whole. You know, if they keep Crabtree around him too, I mean, all of them I think are going to be better. So Cooper is my number four because I just can't see Gruden not turning this thing around on offense. I think I mean, he's supposed to be an offensive coach, isn't he? So 
He's a quarterback guy. Yeah, I once again, 100% agree. Amari Cooper actually makes my list a little farther up. Um, like you said, there's if you look at him just a, a year before this, he is he's there. He has all the talent in the world. I have no idea what happened with him, but I, I can't believe that, first of all, he's not going to see less snaps, and Gruden is going to come in there. I guarantee he's going to be his favorite toy because – I mean, who do you have? Crabtree, very, very reliable. He's a very good wide receiver. You have an aging Marshawn Lynch. Uh, and then you have, obviously, Derek Carr, who is going to be the franchise quarterback. And who is his best new shiny object to play with is the uber-athletic Amari Cooper that just threw up such a bad year. He was 31st when everyone thought he was going to bust out. Uh, so, yeah, I absolutely believe it. I, I think Amari Cooper is going to be a, a huge improvement. Yeah, and I think I really do think people have been spoiled by some of the receivers that have been so good, so young, because he's only going to be 24 years old next year. He's only 23 right now. Amari Cooper's 23 years old. It, he's had three. Oh, he had two really good years, one down year. If you look at some of the stats of past players, I was even looking at Calvin Johnson's earlier. Calvin Johnson through his first like four seasons, he was a good wide receiver, but he wasn't like what you know, what you think of Calvin Johnson today. So why can't Amari Cooper do that? I mean, like looking at Calvin Johnson in his fourth season or his third season was kind of a down 67 catches, 984 yards and five touchdowns. So if you're looking at like a Calvin Johnson year in his third year, he had a down year just like Cooper did. So people just, we get a little too like, like the Odell Beckhams and those kind of players have really skewed it sometimes. I think so. I think Cooper's going to be great. I'm, I'm, I do not has. I know he's he's going to have top five wide receiver seasons in the next few years. I don't know if it's this year for sure, but he'll have them coming up. So he was my number four. So that puts you at number three. Yes, number three. So my number three overall once again, is another quarterback. And unbelievably, it is not uh, Mariota. I actually went with Jameis Winston. Um, He's probably the other guy you were thinking about too. He did, I really tried hard to stay away from anyone that had major injuries. Um, He did miss a few games. Obviously, that hurt him. But overall, he played the majority of the season. Um, He kind of played through a shoulder injury. He has, with Deshaun... Uh, Deshaun Jackson and Mike Evans. I love them both. Um, Bray and OJ Howard as tight ends. Um, if they shore up that run game a little bit, this guy has the makings for a huge year. And I, I really do think the injury played a big part in that. I think when you hurt your shoulder as a quarterback, you know, to the point where he actually had to sit a few games in order to let it heal up. Um, and he still ended the 20th, you know, quarterback overall. He still ended up ahead of, you know, Derek Carr and ahead of, uh, oh, I'm sorry, not Derek Carr, but I believe Mariota. Um, he was right in that kind of tightly packed quarterback group of, of young guys. So he has a, a pretty good young team around him. I, I think Jameis Winston is up for a, a pretty big year. I 100% agree. Yeah, and he was the other guy I was looking at. And I think one of the reasons I think I didn't pick him is I had a feeling you would pick him. So I just wanted to get a little bit more variety. So we did get all three quarterbacks in. That worked. Didn't plan it, but it worked. Um, but all three of these guys, yeah, Winston, Carr, Mariota, we all thought they were going to break out this year. Or this was going to be their big jump, and maybe it's just one year later. Maybe that's all it's going to be, but I can't see how that Winston is not successful. I just I can't see it. I mean, 
unless that team just continues to be as poor as they were this year. I just, I just don't see. I feel like they're too talented, and I think we'll see a big jump from him. I really think it's going to happen. And you know what? The, there's a one crazy thing I was looking at here. So let me see if I pull the numbers up here. On Fantasy Football Calculator, which we did a lot of our mock drafts, yeah, Jameis isn't like people are drafting him early. They were for a while. At one point there, he was getting drafted. Um, the other day, he was getting he was about the sixth quarterback off the board for like that day, which is kind of crazy. And now he's more of a now he's top ten, but he's so people aren't forgetting he's not going to be necessarily easy to get next year. He's not going to be one of those guys that falls to the 15 range. I feel like he's going to be going up there close to 10, probably about the same as he did this past year. So I still think he's going to be a good pick, but that's why you wait, I think on quarterbacks to get players like him. Yeah. And I mean, really just to solidify it, he, he missed three games and the two, the two before that, I think he scored like three points in each of them, like just absolutely terrible when they really knew like, okay, we have to just sit him let him rest a little bit. He still came up with 3,500 yards and 19 touchdowns. I mean, you give him five extra games, really, in order to improve on those numbers. I mean, that's it's, it's easy to see how quickly you could skyrocket. You know, I think I'm going to want Winston over probably like a Jared Goff, but I know Jared Goff's most likely going to get drafted ahead of Winston, but I'm going to want Winston over Goff next year. I, I That's like one of those kind of players I'd lean towards him over Goff. I just know that's going to be a comparison and, I feel like Goff's going to be a little bit more higher rated for some reason, but I think Winston's a better option for me. I don't know about oh, you. No, I do too. And he's going to, oh, absolutely. I mean, and and Goff, you know, completely uh, kind of outdid himself from what I, my expectations were. But at the same time, that uh, you know, they're not built around Goff. They're built around Gurley. And Jameis Winston is the guy. Like, that is the person who has to carry them. And he is going to get a lot more opportunities to kind of throw the ball around than than Goff will. So I think not only talent-wise, I think Jameis Winston is just ahead of him at the moment, but I think the opportunity is also much greater for Jameis Winston. All right, so my number three is one of Jared Goff's wide receivers. So I'm not giving up. One more year, Jeff. (laughs) I already know. Uh, You're about to hurt me. Sammy Watkins. Got one more year of Sammy Watkins. I didn't give up. I'm not. He didn't, he didn't defeat my spirits enough. He's one more year, Sammy Watkins. And the reason I think he's going to have a bounce back is, well, he was the 41st receiver this past year, which I really feel like he will bounce back from that. It's more of he, he gets a full off season with Jared Goff. He gets a full off season in that offense. I don't really think they used him as the number one option. Like he can be, I think he was more of a decoy. It felt like a lot. So, I think he's going to have, I don't know how great it's going to be if it's going to be, you know, just top 15-ish, but he's going to be, I think he's going to be top 25, maybe something around there. And I, I could see top 15. He, I think he's a, he's extremely talented player. I think he's better than Robert Woods, who is going to probably be, be drafted ahead of him. Robert Woods is probably a safer option by far. But I think Sammy Watkins still has that huge potential. And again, a young receiver, he still has plenty of time to get to his peak. He's only going to be 25 years old next year. He's extremely young yet. Going into, what, his fifth season, though? But it's been a weird. He's been hurt, traded. I do think, though, if he stays with the Rams, which it looks like it'll happen, 
he's going to be a much better option. And I'm going to fall into this whole Sammy Watkins trap again and rank him too high when we get going on rankings and draft him in too many drafts and probably, you know, probably not be good for me. But hey, I think I think he's going to have a good bounce back. I I want to hate on this pick because I love to hate on Sammy Watkins just because it was kind of like a huge I told you kind of thing. Um, I'll tell you this. I I would still take Sammy Watkins over Robert Woods. They pretty much finished neck and neck, even though what Robert Woods was much more involved in the offense, uh, you know, honestly. Um, the thing that does scare me about Sammy Watkins, first of all, he, he shouldn't have struggled near as much as he did. I, I do think as golf gets better, obviously, Sammy Watkins' numbers will. But he had he had a stretch that was ridiculous in the middle of the season that completely saved him. And he only had 39 receptions, eight of them for touchdowns. Like it was a huge percentage. Um, but I, I do believe you can see it. Like he was a home run threat if they involve him anymore. I mean, there's no possible way <laughs> that he should have ever less than 50, but definitely playing 15 games. Like this guy should be an 80 catch wide receiver. So I, I don't know what to chalk it up to. I feel like we talk about this every single year. So at some point, I'm going to probably just completely give up on the guy. But I think he showed me enough where I think he will be the number one wide receiver on that team. I think they'll open up the the offense passing-wise at least a bit. So I think he could improve on his numbers very, very dramatically. I don't know if that's going to skyrocket him up into where he's going to be worth drafting at where people will want to. Um, but I, I can get behind your idea that hey, this guy will definitely bounce back and have a, a much better year than than this one. So I can get behind it, but it, it doesn't necessarily mean that he'll be a good draft. I think. And I don't. I don't. I just really don't think he's going to have a high price either, because I believe when it comes down to it, I I think Woods will be drafted ahead of him, and I think Cooper Cup will be drafted ahead of him. So people are people love Cooper Cup. So who. Hey, he was he was good too. So I I think Watkins will be the third wide receiver there at draft. Uh, it's actually hard to believe, but Cooper Cup actually outscored both Woods and <laughs> and Watkins somehow. He was solid. He's gonna probably be good. I think this could just be a good offense. So it is still though, like you said, it's run through Todd Gurley. It's centered around Todd Gurley. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, so we are at your number two. Number two, um, we don't have to talk about uh, at nauseum because we already did. But my number two is Amari Cooper. That's how highly I, I think of him, and I realize talking about him right after I talk about Watkins probably sounds like I'm completely just choosing one of the same guy. But um, I, I think Amari Cooper is is the real deal, and I think this one is just just a sophomore slump, if you will. So um, not to talk about it any more than we have to, but Amari Cooper, number two. And then my number two is Jay Jai, who we obviously already talked about too. So he's going to have, a, I think, a great season. There's nothing to it. And that's running back wise. I don't know about you. I looked through the running backs. He was about the only one, too, I could pick out of running backs. I don't know. I didn't have a good sense of having any bounce back candidates in the running backs right now. No, nope, not at all. And th- once again, remember, there are people that were hurt for a significant amount of time. I might have already said it, but like, I know people are going to say, what about David Johnson? I didn't use him because he was hurt. He didn't have a bad year. He was just hurt. Same thing with Odell, Rogers, Luck. Exactly. So number one, do we have the same number one? Maybe, possibly. I actually don't know. I don't know. I have no idea who you got. Let's see. Who do you have? Who's your number one? Either that, if we don't have that, if if we missed that badly, anyway. Um, for my number one, 
I laugh because after I give the whole spiel about not getting hurt, this individual was not hurt, but the reason he was so bad was hurt. So Miner's number one is T.Y. Hilton. Oh, okay. Yeah, we don't have the same one. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. So he was 24th overall. Uh, if luck comes back, this guy, once again, will be not, I mean, he'll be a top 10, but if luck is anything like he used to be, he's a possible top five guy. And you can see, I mean, you just saw him in the, you know, Pro Bowl uh, looking as good as ever. He's so fast. He's a very, very good wide receiver. It was a travesty that they didn't have anyone that could have get him the ball this year. Um, the fact that he was 24th actually speaks to how good he is because he it was it was just Terrible, terrible, terrible. He still had four games over 100 yards receiving. Um, I mean, three for 150 or more. It, that's how good the guy is. So T.Y. Hillen, number one for me. Huge bounce back here with luck. And he, he finished, actually. He beat out Des Bryant. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. It's really embarrassing for Des and me. Well, my number one is Mike Evans. So, Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a great one, obviously. Number 20th. I, I don't know why he's not on my list, honestly. That's a good pick. Well, there there's a, see, there's a lot of good wide receiver candidates. Like, you know, we got Cooper, got Hilton, you got Evans. I think all of them are going to be big bounce back players this year. So you can go with any of those guys. Hilton's great. I think he, yeah, like you said, I think with Luck, if Luck's there, Hilton's going to be terrific. I mean, he's going to be, I don't even think we, he's going to be a lot better than we expect or what he'll, I think he could be better than like a Mike Evans actually. Just because Evans did get to play with his quarterback most of the year and it didn't happen, so. But Evans is too good. I th- I really feel like this guy's too good, and it's not like he. I mean, seventy-one catches for a thousand yards and five touchdowns isn't terrible. It's not like the you can do a lot worse than that. He got a thousand yards. It's not bad. It's just not what we came to expect. We wanted to, he was supposed to put up, you know, elite numbers, top five numbers. He's supposed to be. You know, in Antonio Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio, those kind of players' levels, and he just wasn't. And I think he's, I think he's good enough. But then again, even though I put him number one, I I do worry because I feel like he drops the ball a lot, and it doesn't feel like it's really correcting itself after what three, four seasons. So I worry about that a little bit. But I think, I think him and Winston are going to get it going this year, and we'll see a much better season. More. You should get more about 90 catches and jump up to 1,300 yards and just be a top option again. But I think you can, you can kind of get him at a discount this year. He's going to probably be more ranked around the 10th wide receiver level. He's not going to be you know top four like he was last year. So you might be able to get him at a discount. And if, like with Hilton, if all these guys and Demarius Thomas Sanders, if they're better because of their quarterback situation, this could be a lot of wide receivers to choose from, I feel like. Could be very interesting. Yeah, uh- obviously I'm a big uh, Mike Evans fan, so I completely agree with this. He could have easily made uh, my list. And just to kind of, you know, piggyback on on that, um, actually I wanted to look just to make sure I'm not completely off. But, yeah, I mean, the year before overall, and I'm not sure if this was a, a standard scoring or not, but he was ranked number one wide receiver. So, he definitely fell off, but also if you look at his numbers, up till week seven, playing six games, he had he had uh, four touchdowns. So pretty much he was you know a little less than a touchdown a game, and then pretty much Winston got hurt. He had two terrible games in a row, and then Mike Evans got suspended, 
And then obviously he had no Winston for the next four games, didn't catch one touchdown. Winston comes back, catches one touchdown, has another 100-yard game, and then we're in week 17 already. So I think as Winston goes, Mike Evans goes, I, I think that that correlation is just as easy as it gets. So if Winston has a good year, Mike Evans will be a monster. And if Winston gets hurt again, you know, you'll probably have a top 20 guy, but um, but nothing too special. So I, I, I really do think uh, that Mike Evans will be a, a special player next year, just like just like you. I sure hope so. So I'm keeping him in our league again. So I need him to be. I need him to be great. I need Odell to come back from injury and be great. I need J.J. to bounce back. So I'm counting on a couple of these guys on the list. Jai and Evans. Maybe that's why I put them one and two. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Is that my subconscious just telling me to put them there because they're on my team? Probably. <laughs> I, I'm not biased, so no. They're going to be great. But I think that's going to do it for what bounce back players. We'll have more episodes next week. We'll come up with uh, breakout players, I think, next week. And then after this, now the Super Bowl will be over, we can start to actually maybe get a feel for free agency. Maybe we'll have an idea what Kirk Cousins is going to do and start getting some of that. It seems like the offseason is going to be coming at us quick this year. It's not going to be much of a break. It's already started. It's not even the Super Bowl yet. <laughs> I love that they announced this trade before they could actually make it. Yeah, it's just, I think it's going to be a, I don't think it's going to end this year. I think the offseason is going to come at us quick and it's just going to, no downtime. It's going to be figuring out where the free agents are going right away. So. We'll get into all that in the next couple weeks. We will talk to you guys next time.